Hey friends, I hope you're all staying safe and healthy and as comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and plants and animals that are important to you. I had a busy weekend. I, I was interviewed on Saturday by the wonderful Dan Pritchard for The Dan Show on Slice Radio. Uh, Slice Radio is a streaming music and talk radio station based out of Australia. And, and then yesterday, yesterday meaning Sunday, uh, I was interviewed by my favorite YouTuber and friend and past guest of this podcast, Adam Savage. I had a great time doing both of these shows, and I recommend checking out my interviews with Dan and Adam, respectively. Uh, I'll be sure to post links on my personal Twitter feed and my Facebook writer's page for both of those interviews, so look for those. And I'd like to say, again, thank you very much to both Dan Pritchard and Adam Savage for inviting me on their programs and letting me talk about the creative things I do. Now, I'm thinking that because perhaps uh, these these two recent interviews uh, may have brought some new listeners into the fold, I should probably give a small, slight overview of what, what this is. So, so to you, new listener, I say, first of all, welcome. This is the People Are the Enemy podcast, and, and I'm the host of the show. My name is Andy Mascola. Hello. I, I, I've been posting a new episode of this show faithfully every week for just about three and a half years now. Sometimes I'll talk with an interesting, creative person. Sometimes I'll read you a story. Sometimes I'll do a funny bit. And sometimes I'll just talk. There are no ads on People Are the Enemy, and there's no Patreon set up for it. Although, I have nothing against Patreon. I'm a Patreon patron myself. I do, however, like to remind my listeners on every episode of this show that while there are no ads or Patreon for People Are the Enemy, I am a published author with eight novels currently available for purchase worldwide, via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. And if you don't like to use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you love this podcast and you love to read and you'd like to contribute financially to myself and this fine program and get yourself some fine literature, buying one or two of my novels is the best way for you to do that. If you're a longtime listener of People Are the Enemy and you've purchased any or all of my books, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 173 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thank you for spending time with me. I think you've made a, a wise decision. You're obviously an intelligent and good-looking person if you're listening to this program, so good on you. Good to see you. Nice to be with you. Nice to see you. Sit down. Relax. Uh, uh, have a drink. If you've got something available, I, I have nothing here. I'm looking around. I have some water for myself. I, I can't share it, though. It's just for me. That's my water. 
Mind your own business. No, okay. All right, listen, we've got a lot of things to talk about. Oh my gosh, I've had, not only did I have a busy weekend, as I mentioned in the in the monologue, but I had a pretty eventful week. And fortunately, I was keeping notes on all the, the, the stuff that, that had happened. And, and I, I, I think I probably meant to talk about this on last week's episode, which was the Mother's Day episode. And, and uh, it, I'd only had a few things to talk about on that one. And, and, and if you listen to that, you might have heard my friend Thomas called in and, and past guest of this show, friend of the show, friend in real life to myself. Thomas called in and we talked for a bit. So that that cooked up some time there. And But I, I, I did have managed to, to, to write down this note to remind myself to talk with you folks about this today. This was interesting. It was on Mother's Day that my mom came over and we went for a walk. And after we had a pizza, I think I mentioned that last week, we had a pizza. Anyway, so we, we, we took the dog for a walk. And while we were walking the dog, we ran across this gentleman with this cute little, little white boxer. Like this, just the cutest damn little thing. Little white, white uh, furry boxer. And, and uh, he had his ears taped up, if you can picture this, um, pointed straight up. And there was a, um, a splint between both of his ears. So, so if you can picture this dog had like, almost like, you know, like, you know, like, uh, you, you see that old style Batman with the, 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 the points, not like the, uh, the, the Zack Snyder one with the little tiny nubs. No, the, the, the old school Batman with the huge points going straight up. Yeah. He, this, this, this dog looked like that and like devil horns almost. And, um, he had a big blue collar, like a big blue fluffy, almost like one of those um, airplane pillows that people use, you know, so that if they fall asleep on an airplane, they can just sit and, you know, rest their head on their shoulder, you know, so they don't bother the person next to them. Like, had one of those around its neck, his neck, I should say, because it was a boy, uh, so that he wouldn't scratch at his ears or bother his ears. So anyway, my mother and I said, oh, what a cute little dog. And he said, yeah, this is Rocco. And we're, you know, my mother and I are like, oh, well, nice to meet you, Rocco. And we're saying hello to the dog. And he's adorable, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and then we go on our way and we do our walk with, with Lola. That's, uh, that's my dog. Our dog, I should say. It's a family dog. Anyway, the next day, this is, so this next day being Monday, and this would be last Monday, so literally like one week ago today, I'm out for a walk with Lola first thing in the morning, and I see a woman with Rocco. Now, it, again, the day before, I'd seen a fella with this dog, Rocco. This time, I saw uh, a woman, younger woman, with uh, this dog, Rocco, and of course, I obviously immediately recognized the dog. It's distinguished by the, you know, the taped-up ears and the, you know, the little letter H with the split between it and, and the huge blue collar. And I said, I said, is that, that's Rocco. I said, we met Rocco yesterday. And the woman says, oh, yeah, it's, 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 this is so frustrating. I can't believe my boyfriend, he he had his ears done. And I said, what? And she said, yeah, he had his ears cropped. And I was like, oh, my God. She's like, yeah, yeah, I can't believe he did it. I, I was dead set against it, she says. And I said, oh, I had no idea. And she said, yeah, it's not even legal in New Hampshire or Massachusetts. We had to drive to Rhode Island to have it done. I was like, oh my, oh my God. I said, that's like plastic surgery for a dog. And she said, that's exactly what it is. She said, he, he wanted Rocco to look more like his father, who's a boxer with the pointy ears. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd never heard of such a thing. And it strikes me as abusive, it, purely aesthetic. You know, I, 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 I was speaking about this too. 
to a, another woman who had a dog that I ran into later on that week. I, I mentioned the whole the whole thing to her because we discussed dogs, and she said she said you know that's that's harmful to a dog. The dog's ears are designed a certain way just so that you know they that they can they can navigate themselves and and hear what they need to hear and, and make you know and, and and get around in the world okay. You know so that's. Yeah, so wild, right? I never heard of that. Some kind of dog plastic surgery. Oh my God, speaking of wild stories, I've got another one for you. Holy crap, guys, you're not going to believe this. Um, I, I'm not going to say the name of this website, but you can probably guess what it is. Um, I'm on this website that allows me to know what's going on in my neighborhood. That's all I'll say, okay? And you probably know this app, but I'd, I'd prefer not to mention the name of it because I'm going to talk about something specific somebody posted on this on this site and I don't want it to come back and bite me in the butt okay but this this was the weirdest damn post I'd ever seen first of all I guess if a post is really popular on this site they send you an email about it so, sort of like a lot of things like oh people are seem to be paying a lot of attention to this so we'll use this to kind of entice more people to come in to our app I, I assume that's that's that how that works Anyway, so I, I see this 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 post, and I'll tell you what the title of it was. If I can't, then I'm just going to... Yeah, okay. Hitman in the Woods. It's like, what? <laughs> now, tell me you wouldn't click on that, right? Literally, like, from this, this app that is in your neighborhood, and it says, Hitman in the Woods. I'm like, what the hell is this? So so I immediately open the piece, and, and, and on it is this this black and white video that's three seconds long. Again, this is posted by an individual in my neighborhood. Um, this black and white video that's th three seconds long, and it looks like it was filmed by like uh, a camera that, uh, you know, like a night vision camera that's, you know, kind of like the, those ones where you see those black and white videos where you see somebody coming up and you see like their eyes look like two little white dots, like that style, if you can imagine. Or like if a, like a dog runs through, you see like the, 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 the two little white dots. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about, those, those um, security type videos. Anyways, it looks like it was filmed like one of those. And it's a three second video of this these two dots just kind of kind of floating in the air very strange for three seconds and that's it no sound and then the post underneath this video is this okay i'll read it i've edited it so not to incriminate uh myself or um make the person who posted this thing aware that i know about this okay or that i'm telling you about it okay okay warning in all capital letters of course colon there is currently a laser-type beam coming into my yard. If anybody sees somebody suspicious inside, and then it has the name of that particular neighborhood, keep your eyes peeled, people. One month ago yesterday, I received a cyber death threat. I am in, and then, of course, he puts the name of his, his uh, neighborhood or his street, and the beam of light seems to be coming from, and then he put the address of where he thinks the light's coming from. Please call 911 if you're able to and let them know that, and then he put his name, and it is a man, That's I'll tell you that much, is highly suspicious of this beam of light from what appears to be from a rifle of a hitman. That, I swear to God. I swear to God. That's the post. I was like, are you kidding me? So I immediately, like, I said, I got to share this with everybody. This is the craziest damn thing I've ever seen. So immediately I, I block out all those things that, you know, you could hear me telling you that I blocked out while I read that piece there, just again, not to incriminate, incriminate myself or, 
or make this person aware that I was sharing this with the world. And, and I immediately started sharing it with the world because what the hell? My dad came over for a pizza and he loves stuff like this. He, I think I've mentioned this. He, he's a big spy guy. He's a big Jason Bourne fan. He's like, uh, he reads like every Daniel Silva novel. He, he just loves spy stuff. He's, he's, he loves stories in general. I said that to him. I said, you love stories. And he just kind of looked at me and smiled. I was like, yeah, I love stories. Maybe that's where I get it from. I don't know if that's, you know, you get anything from your parents. I'm, I'm hesitant to say you do. But uh, needless to say, we both love stories. And he loves stories. And of course, I read him this and he loved it. He was like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> and then he started like taking it into all these other directions and kind of like, kind of creating a story around it. It was pretty impressive what he did, you know? And, and he just sat there, you know, with a big grin on his face, loving every moment of this 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 insanity. Just wild, man, right? Hitman in the woods. Oh my God. All right, what else should I talk about? Oh, I know what I could talk about. Um, I got a CD in the mail this week, unexpectedly. Yeah, it was... It was friend, from uh, my friend Thomas, the, the fellow who, who'd uh, called last week and who I'd, I'd had on the show a couple weeks before. Um, he said to me, he said, he said, man, you got to hear this band. You got you to gotta hear these guys. This, is, this, this band is so incredible. I love them so much. I was so into this album when it came out. It's the Mars Volta. Do you know the Mars Volta? Like, I don't know how to describe the Mars Volta. Otherwise, I'd say, like, it's definitely like Prague, right? But it's heavy, heavy prog, like meaning like you know like fast and 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 a lot of distortion and uh, and like uh, I'd say indie prog. That that's how I kind of defined it. Anyway, so he said, "Man, I don't know how I'm gonna get you this album. I don't know uh, how you listen to albums." And he's like sending me like YouTube clips and Spotify. And I said, "I said to be honest with you, man, I." I listen mostly to music on in a physical form. Like if you give me something in a physical format, I will literally put it in my car CD player and drive around with it and listen to it for sure. I will absolutely 100% do that. And I said, I have a CDR. I said, I'll give you a CDR and you can burn me a copy of it. He's like, yeah, man, I'll do that. So, so uh, after about a week, uh, again, I get some mail and I'm like, oh, what's this? I, I wasn't expecting anything from Amazon. And uh, I open it up, and there it is. It's uh, it's deloused in the crematorium or chromatorium, however you say, <laughs> by the Mars Volta CD. And I said, "Oh, I know exactly who this is from right away." So I immediately took a picture of it and sent it to Thomas. And I said, "Hey, man, thank you very much. That was thoughtful of you to do that. Very generous. You didn't have to do that. Uh, I will definitely listen to it, however." And it was very thoughtful and generous. The guy didn't, you know, wasn't say like, "Hey, you give me ten bucks for that CD, whatever." He did. She just did it, you know, rather than than burn it. I think he figured this would be the most convenient way to do it. And and I I did what exactly what I said I'd, I'd do, and I'm still doing it, actually. I'm listening to it in the car while I drive. And it's heavy, and it's fast, and it's, you know, it's prog, man. So it's dum-dum-dum-dum-dum, you know, like, and the, the, the time patterns change, and the drumming is just fantastic, and of course, like, the guitar work is incredible. It's a million notes and everything. And, you know, it's strange, because, like, I looked into it, and I thought, like, this is, technically, this is this is a beautiful album, and it's very well produced. I, I hesitate to say it was produced by Rick Rubin, but I think it was, I'm pretty sure, if only because I remember reading something about that. So I started to research it, and I, it's one of those albums that, that it was their first, first of all. Um, it kind of got panned by some people, and then praised, like, seriously praised by others. And whenever you get something that polarizing, and I know I've talked about this on the show before, it immediately attracts me because I'm like, what the hell do I think about this thing? If this many people hate it, and this many people think it's like the greatest thing ever, what the hell do I think about it? I need to hear this album, you know? So I, I but I can't, I, I, and I, it's very good. I, I enjoy it very much. I'm not a huge prog rock guy. I, I like King Crimson. How's that? You know, uh, shoot, you know, and I, and then, 
And then I, I'm stumped to, to point out a second uh, prog act that I like. Is Can prog? I don't. I love Can. You know, I love a lot of Can. Is that prog? I guess maybe it is. Um, yeah, sure it is, right? So a lot of it is, right? It's definitely not pop. I mean, your eight and a half minute songs and whatnot. No, it's, it's, yeah, I like Can and I like, I like King Crimson. How's that? And, uh, and now I like, I like the Mars Volta, or at least I like their first album. It's very good. Thank you, Thomas, uh, for that. Oh, here's something else. Holy moly. Um, this, uh, this, this, this is something that happened the other day while I was on Twitter. I was, um, I, some guy posted the top 10 movies in America right now. And I said, oh, that'll be interesting. Let's see what's, what's happening. And, and I was, I was just floored. I felt like I was on another planet. I, I hadn't heard of seven of these movies. I swear to God. And I was like, oh my God, am I just completely out of touch? Am I old? Am I like, what does this mean? Cause I'm a, I'm a guy that likes to stay tapped into pop culture. You know, I'm not a, a big movie guy or a huge like blockbuster block meaning blockbuster hit film guy. I'm definitely an, an indie guy and I love foreign films, but, but I looked at this list of the top 10 movies in America uh, for the week of, I think it's May 7th through May 9th. Let me just pull it up here and I'll show you. I'll show you. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> okay. Listen to this. Okay. I'm going to tell you in all honesty, as embarrassing as this may seem, what I know and what I don't know from this list. Okay. Number 10, Tom and Jerry. Okay, I know what that is. That's, that's, I love Tom and Jerry as a kid, right? And, and I understand that there was a Tom and Jerry movie recently, and I, that's what that is. Okay, The Unholy. I have no idea. I have no idea what that is. Nobody is the number six film. I'm sorry, number eight film in America. No idea. Never heard of it. Number seven film, Here Today. What is that? I, I do not, <laughs> I do not know. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what that was. The number six film, Separation. Nope. No idea what that is. Number five, Raya and the Last Dragon. I have no idea. I'm drawing a complete blank. I've never heard of this movie. I've never seen an ad for it. I have no idea. Number four, Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay, that one I, I know. Haven't seen it, uh, but I, I do. I am aware of it. I know it's out there, okay? Number three, Mortal Kombat. Okay, another one. Tons of publicity. I've seen a, a ton of, you know... Um, on YouTube, they'll show, they'll show ads for it. When I'm watching a, um, streaming television, I'll see an ad for it. Mortal Kombat, the video game, obviously. I know what that is. There, I know that there was a, a new film adaptation of it. I understand that it's available. I understand it's very popular. Get it. Number two, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train. What? I don't know what that is. I have no idea. And now the number one film, the number one film in America. Again, this is for uh, the weekend of, of, of May 7th through May 9th. Wrath of Man. I have I have no idea what that is. And I don't know what this says about me. I don't know if this means that, you know, I, I, I again, maybe I'm just aged out and, and these things aren't being uh, marketed to, to my demographic. Or, or maybe I'm just not, not paying attention or I'm just into other things. I have no idea, but it just felt so weird and alienating to see this list of the top 10 movies in America and not know seven of them. I was like, I don't, I don't, I, I, I guess that's fine. You know, it doesn't, it's, it's, I don't feel like I'm, I'm missing out on anything. I don't, you know, that if you don't know, you know, how, how can you miss something if you don't, don't know what it is, right? Shoot, man. Oh, man. All right, you want to hear a real quick uh, dog story? Another real quick one. I went to the library on Saturday, picked up the new Haruki Murakami book, First Person Singular. Can't wait to read it. Love Haruki Murakami. Love his stuff. Um, was leaving the library, 
walking down, you know, the uh, the walkway that leads to the, the parking lot. And at the end of the parking lot was this woman with this tiny, tiny dog. I talk tiny dog. Eh, tiny. Like, literally, like, you could probably hold this dog, you know, uh, shoot, maybe in one hand. Like that tiny, tiny, tiny dog. You know, and the cutest damn thing kind of looked like a Scotty face. You know what I mean? Kind of like that. You know, the brown with the whiskers and the black, you know. The, you know, and had like, had like the cutest little tiny harness on it, like a little vest, you know, and, and she had it. So I said, what a cute dog. I said, who's this? And she said, this is Lily. And I said, oh, Lily. Oh, she's so cute. I said, how'd you get her? And she said, this is what she said, man. I swear to God, this is true. She said, my dad is a trucker and he goes all over the country and he was in Tennessee and he found Lily in a dumpster behind a Chinese restaurant and saved her. I was like, oh my God, are you kidding? And she said, no. She said, I said, how long ago was this? She said, a year ago. I said, that is a great story. That's incredible. Uh, good for good for your dad for, for saving a dog. That's, I'm so glad, uh, I'm so glad that that happened. As, as being a dog, you know, I guess I'm a dog person now, right? I'm quote unquote a dog person because I've got a dog that I've, you know, in time, I've, I've really grown to love. And uh, I, I, I think they're, they're wonderful animals and they bring a lot of happiness uh, to, to my life. And, uh, but what a story, little, little tiny dumpster dog from Tennessee. Wow. Imagine, right? Good job there. Good job there, dad. Good job there, trucker dad. Okay. Anyway, um, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And be sure to check out those interviews I did. I think you'll get a kick out of them. Uh, this has been episode 173 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.